Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Bloom Wildly Live Simply podcast. I am joined yet again by my handsome husband, Colton Bartell. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> this is a weird podcast because we are actually recording this in the car. <laughs> yes, we are. On the way back from a bowling tournament, figured this might be a way to do some recordings because life gets kind of crazy, honestly. And, and, well, this drive is really boring, too. I know. I wasn't actually even going to record, and I was like, you know what? Um, we could do a podcast. We have the mics, and I have some questions. Um, and definitely I, nothing better to do. Nothing better to do. Um, but all that to say, like, we love to record for you guys. So, yes. hey, it's not just a last resort. <laughs> um, but what I thought would be fun to do is to bring Colton on here. I got some feedback from when he joined me um, a couple months back now. I think it was like two months ago. Feedback? How is it positive or negative? Or? Well, I mean, I'm not going to tell you if it was negative. But <laughs> the positive feedback was people enjoyed hearing what you had to say and just hearing uh, some of the conversations that we had. So. Oh, well, I guess that's good. Yeah, you were not toxic. <laughs> <laughs> At least, yeah, publicly. <laughs> That's terrible. I was trying to wow. make a joke and that landed way far out in left field. <laughs> but I had printed off 40 questions. So this is going to be kind of a four part series that will probably just be put up sporadically from time to time. But this is part one of a Bible Q&A with my husband, Colton. So I found these questions on the internet which is kind of a dangerous place to just go searching for questions. <laughs> I think I looked up um, icebreakers for Bible study groups. Just thinking that okay. would find some fun questions. And I actually found some, but I printed these off so long ago, I don't really remember what all of them were. I haven't even seen them. So this <sighs> Y'all, could I be really interesting. I forgot they were even in my bag. And then whenever <laughs> we were talking about coming up here, I was like, oh. But... Shout out to Colton, since we are on our way back from a bowling tournament, I wanted to give a shout out and say congratulations. He advanced beyond the qualifying rounds and um, actually made it into the cashers finals, advancer round. Advanced I don't know. There's rounds. so many different names for stuff in the bowling world, y'all. I made money. He made money, which is a good thing. We'll take it. Yes. Um, but that helped him to be able to go on to a couple other tournaments that are coming up soon. So. Yes. But should we just jump into the question? Sure. I'll ask and you can oh, start no. it. <laughs> that I'm way gonna, it gives I'm me, gonna answer them all. That way it gives me more time so to much think pressure. about it. Oh, this one's easy. Oh. All right, number one. We're gonna do ten Which questions. Would be really difficult. There is one on here I looked down at and I was like, oh my gosh, I have no idea. Oh, it's bad. Okay. But some of these are more lighthearted, some of these are a little bit more thought provoking. Okay. Oh, okay. You ready? First sure. 10 questions for this part one. Number one, what book of the Bible would you like to know more about and why? Ooh. Oh. Wow. Um, that I would like to know more about, like historical reference, like just in general. It's what? just that's the, what the question reads. So I guess take it as you will. Okay. Take um, it as you will. Uh, it, it's actually a two-part, but I'm going to say that it, I'm going to count it as one book. I'm going to say Chronicles. This and Second Chronicles, huh? Yes, I, I'm going with Chronicles. Why? Um, there's a lot of stories in there that I like. Um, 
one of my favorites is actually Second Chronicles uh, 20, talking about King Jehoshaphat and having the three armies coming against him. And I, I really like the story because it talks about the the power of praise and worship and that whenever the three armies, you know, came up against him, he appointed uh, praise and basically a praise and worship team. And they, you know, just sang and praised the Lord and he just, fought the battle for just. I know. <laughs> but they didn't have they didn't have to lift a hand and the armies were defeated and all they had to do was go pick up the plunder. Yeah. And but there's so many more of those stories like that. And a lot of them were just kind of short snippets of major things that happened. So I guess that's probably a little bit fun. more. Yeah. I guess mine is kind of split too. Like the first one that I would really want to know more about, and I love to read this book, um, but I love Revelation. But I am not great at picking up on the symbolism, even whenever it flat out lays it out there for me. <laughs> it's like this represents this, this represents this, but still being able to like culturally and historically connect it to the time in which it was being written mm -hmm. and what that would have meant for those people of that day and age and what that means for us today and for those in the future. I think that would be really fun. Um, and then the other one that I would want to know about, and this is more so just curiosity because of where the story lets off for the account that we have is the story of Esther, the account of Esther, I was just because I'm always like, well, what happened after? <laughs> like, like did Mordecai come over for family dinners on the weekends? Like, right. how did this work out? Like, yeah, you, it just kind of leaves you hanging. Just, ah, I don't know. Maybe it's the fact that I just like a good ah, rom-com. And I'm like, I'm not saying it's a comedy by any means. But I feel like they live happily after. Like, how was their marriage? Did they have children? Like, what did it look like? Yeah. And I mean, the Bible just, I mean, you don't want to add to the scriptures. Because we're not, we're told not to do that, obviously. But I'm like, there's more to the story. I know. There's more also, to the story. Also, with Esther... I find it fascinating that I think it's the only book in the Bible that God's not mentioned. Yeah. I've always loved that. It's, it's so of, weird. But he's so evident. So it's like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, now. Okay, number two. Which Bible character is most like you and why? Whoa. I don't know. Whoa. I haven't met any of them. Okay. <laughs> Cue the bad music. Um... Wow. What's the gentleman in the Old Testament that I always say reminds me of you? Who's oh, commanded to do um, the temple? Gosh, his name. I'm yeah, blank. He, was, he was basically appointed to do the work. He's a craftsman. He's good with his... Moses. He's skilled with his hands, all that stuff. Oh my gosh, what is that name? Uh, That's who... I will look on the trusty internet. Trusty. Man that is... You are playing it fast at least that temple. word. It is, it's not trusty by any means. <laughs> look this up and it'll be like, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> um, um, wow. Who do I think that I most like? Oh my goodness. Um, oh gosh, I can't find it. This is going to drive me crazy. I should have looked that up before. This is what we get for not actually reading the questions beforehand. I mean, there's a bunch of them I could name that I'm definitely not like. But, That's not the question. <laughs> um, 
I don't know. I I guess I guess maybe one of them that I kind of I kind of get sometimes is maybe Peter, just because like he gets he gets kind of protective once in a while whenever there's you know these threats that come in, and maybe sometimes a little overprotective. Okay. Um. I I guess. I guess that would be one that then, I can think of. Whoever that dude was in the Old Testament that yeah. was drawing the blank on. Yeah, that dude. Y'all don't judge me. I've got it like highlighted in my Bible so many times. Like I have read my Bible over and over and over in how many different translations now? I can't even. Yeah, but trying but to I remember am terrible all the at remembering. I am terrible at remembering like verse locations and yeah. I'll remember like the general book it's in or something like that, but and y'all start getting into the genealogies and names. I mean, there's a few I think I can probably go back pretty uh, accurately on, but that one apparently is not my strong suit. Yeah. All right. So who are you most like? I don't know. I don't know. As much as I want to say like someone awesome, it's probably going to be like Eve. I'm like, here, try this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even out of malicious intent. It's just like curiosity and like, being like, come on. I don't know. That's, I don't know. I feel like that could be anybody though. Um, honestly like I guess one that I guess I connect more to whenever I read the account is Rahab uh, just because of the past that she had and the fact that I kind of had a hoochie mama past as well and the Lord really I mean I don't know how else to say it but he used I mean he allows us to partner and be used by him for his greater glory no matter what our past looked like like it doesn't defer our destiny right and so it's one of those i guess that's why i've always connected more whenever i read the account of rahab because she she was living worldly she was living sinfully but yet god still saw a beautiful opportunity to write her into the very lineage of jesus christ yeah and there's so much yeah. graciousness in that i'm not saying they're saying like i've birthed the next messiah or something like that like that's terrible but what i'm saying is just that that ability to be used by the Lord. Yeah. No matter what it looks like in the past. I guess that would be mine. Other than that, I have no idea. I mean, I know you, you identify a lot of things with like Ruth and Esther. Yes. Too, Esther's one of my favorites. Of, yeah. I think it's most women's to be honest. Yeah. I do. And then I, I actually like, I really love uh, the account of Proverbs 31. I know that's not really like a, one most women nowadays are like, oh my gosh, I love the Proverbs 31 woman. They're most likely in any conversation. I don't even know if you know this, but in a lot of uh, Christian circles of women, bringing that up, people are like, oh, it's unattainable. It's not this. It's not this. It drives me nuts to hear any preaching on Proverbs 31. I like it. I do. Call me a, call me a traditionalist. I like that there's circles of Christian women. There are circles. There are different groupings. Just all huddled together. We're different clubs. Different clubs. No, I'm joking. We're, We're the Cobras. We're the Cobras. <laughs> That's terrible. That's not true. <laughs> oh my gosh. Maybe we shouldn't be recording this on the way back. I mean, home. you did say hoochie moment. In a... <laughs> hey, 
There is nothing wrong with that. All my ex-hoochie mamas out there that are now walking for the Lord, like, you know what I'm talking about. Wow, that's going to be the one thing that someone's going to tag me on social media. Go on power. Hashtag God uses hoochie mamas. Oh, this is so bad. Okay, number three. Moving on. Moving on. When do you feel closest to God? We are number Ooh. three, and we have ten questions. We should probably try and do this a little bit better. Um, I don't know that there's any one point where I feel closer or more distant. Um, I kind of, you know, that we were told that we should pray without ceasing, and it's kind of how, you know, a lot of people take that literal, almost like, you know, shampoo of, Lather, you know, rinse, repeat. repeat. <laughs> Some guy's still in the shower. Um, oh, man, he's really praying. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, real, realistically, it's just basically having an ongoing conversation, even if it's just, you know, in your spirit with with Jesus as you go throughout your day. I just... Um, I know what mine is. There's a certain... It's like this, like holy grail of moments that all line up to meet perfectly in this crescendo <laughs> of beautiful intimacy with the Lord. And that is when the boys are sleeping in, in the morning. I am well rested. I have my coffee and it is still warm. I wouldn't even say hot. I'll even take warm coffee Does at this, this point. actually happens? And then I get to sit there and read my Bible. I get to do my penning the Proverbs challenge. I read my devotional. I pray. I have instrumental hymns in the background. It is beautiful moment oh you know that's got to be a moment i mean that's that's fulfilling almost as many prophecies as <laughs> the new testament itself like, especially <laughs> if you're a stay-at-home parent um i actually am very blessed i get that moment at least once a month <laughs> <laughs> no um i'm pretty good about still trying to carve that time out but there are just those moments when it's just uninterrupted it's not forced it's just this really sweet tender moment and the Lord always knows that, I mean, he just knows my love for reading. And so it's like he just meets me differently when I get to sit and read the Bible. I, I guess, honestly, but I mean, there's I, maybe one one time where I feel like I'm maybe more connected is uh, when I am teaching. Yeah. Um, I feel like the Lord, you know, I just open myself up to whatever the Holy Spirit wants to say. And I feel like I just... I, I I let him flow and don't hold anything back. And you know sometimes things come out that people are like, "Wow, I can't believe you said that." But it's like, okay, well, is it wrong? Like, well, no. And it's one of those deals. I'm like, I'm I'm not going to filter what the Holy Spirit wants to say. And I feel like yeah. I'm teaching, um, especially being in a in a closed group. Uh, where basically they're they've signed up to to hear what the Lord's speaking through me and through the books that we're going through. But you do always do any kind of um, convicting conversations or teachings with so much grace, like because the way I don't know if you've been like in the, there. <laughs> I've been on the receiving end many a time, but. Um, no, I would just say, like, I don't feel like you come at it and you're, like, hateful or spiteful or no. anything like that. And I also don't feel like you're cruel. With it. No, but I'm also not, like, sugarcoating it. 
mean, you're not sitting there passing out cotton candy and lollipops going, let's yeah. talk. I actually told somebody that texted me the other day that said, I'm, I'm thankful that you that you speak what the Holy Spirit wants to say and don't hold anything back. And I said, well, if you wanted something sugar-coated, you should have gone to a bakery. Oh, that's bad. And they laughed. Hashtag dad jokes that shouldn't have been put out there. <laughs> but from dad to dad, they're like, nice. Yes. Oh my gosh, we're going to move on from that. Um, but I do want to say, like, you don't have to have, like, the perfect setup, the perfect opportunity, or, like, these, like, moments to have these close intimate connections to the Lord. Like I've had them when I'm doing dishes, like just like you said, being in constant communication and communion with him doesn't mean that we're sitting there on our knees praying 24 seven. It could look at something as simple as while I'm driving, yeah, saying a prayer while I'm on my way to HEB, just something small, even while I'm sitting on the floor playing with the boys and just being like, thank you father for this moment. Yeah. I mean, you like, can't formulate things and you can't, it, you know, there's not a, yeah, a formula or like a mathematic equation to usher in the, the Holy Spirit in that moment. It's just He meets you where you are. As and you are. You just have to be willing to be open in that moment. Well, not only that, but be willing to include Him. Yeah. And invite Him in. Yeah. In and that doesn't, and always, that doesn't always look like this big, grandiose, like, set the tone, bring out the worship flag, sound the trumpets. Being like, I mean, it could. Father, I invite you into this kitchen right now as I make blueberry muffins. <laughs> now, most of the time, it's those like be good me. Those would be anointed muffins. What yes, they'd they be. would. But most of the time, it's just simple moments that are these mundane tasks that some of the most beautiful conversations with the Lord happen. Yeah. All right. Number four. What is one way you saw God working today? I woke up. Yes. After the acid reflux I had last night, I was sure it was the end. <laughs> At about 3.15, I was like, I've already had Tums, I've had water, coughing up fire. <laughs> but in all seriousness, yeah, like I was very thankful today. Even on the way to the bowling alley as we were praying as a family, I just in my mind was like, thank you, Lord, for the ability to live another day. Yes. Like that was a big one for me. I mean, obviously... That is a good one. Uh, another one for me is just, you know, referencing the whole bowling thing. This is kind of a lifelong dream I'm getting to fulfill, you know, basically as a 38-year-old rookie, even though I kind of got my bubble burst today that I'm not technically a rookie. He was so <laughs> excited, you guys. He's like, this is my rookie season. Well, no, because he had technically joined the PBA back in 2012 and then when we had our oldest he hit pause um, when our oldest was born is when we discovered he was also born with a rare life-threatening metabolic disorder so we lived the next two years of our lives in and out of children's hospitals really yeah um, treat, and then we moved and then we moved and then um, I'm pretty sure the only bowling that he did during that time was like atomic bowling every blue moon and then nothing so yeah. then when he uh, started doing bowling league again this past fall in august in late august, late august uh, of 2022 um after a while he got an email saying hey you're eligible to be reinstated for the pba and he's like awesome so we decided to just go all in as a family yep and just really support this dream of his because god forbid end up 15 years down the road asking Never yourself think, yeah. what if it would have what would have happened yeah i wonder what it would have looked like things yeah. like that 
So we were like, let's do it. And then he's like, this is my rookie season. Well, after conversations today, 20, 2013 was his rookie season, y'all. Even though that didn't happen. I know. I'm like, so it was <laughs> weird. Still, it's weird. It's like it became like the de yeah. facto kind of. Yeah. <laughs> rookie but I mean, season. it's, it's still, it's still, I'm, the Lord's made a way for me to have this opportunity to, to realize a dream. And, yeah. You know. And you've got two little sets of eyes watching yeah. you chase a dream as an adult and yeah, i don't feel like, like that's common back in 2012 when i first got my card like uh it, it was like pulling teeth just to get anybody to try and sponsor or help offset any sort of cost and then this time around it was like i had people asking if they could sponsor before and, i even yeah. asked them like okay and you had to fly you were turning some people away even which is pretty wild I mean, I actually got another offer this week, this weekend, two days ago, and oh, basically first them world problem. I know, and Good so grief. I mean, it's just crazy how <laughs> how his timing has has it, worked out, yeah. and I never would have dreamed that I was going to get a second opportunity at this, let alone uh, you know actually see some success in it and and be able to compete. And, hey, you keep cashing, you get to keep playing. Yes. Yeah. So. We'll have to do a whole other podcast on that because I think that would be a good conversation. Just like what the Lord's doing in and through this season and why this season is the one he called you to bowl in because yeah. there's so much to that. All that right. was our very long-winded answer on what is one way you still got working today. <laughs> okay, number five. Do you prefer to read the Old Testament or the New Testament and why? Also, y'all, I want you to know the only reason that I'm talking so much while it's we're because driving. it's your podcast? No, I was going to say it's because you're driving. <laughs> oh. I don't want you reading off of a... I'm over here, I'm like, it's because it's mine. No, good grief. I'm a, I'm a guest. We are one. <laughs> All right, number five. <laughs> okay, what was the question again? Do you prefer to read the Old Testament uh, yes. or the New Testament yes. and why? Um, do you want to go first on this one? No, because it's my podcast. <laughs> Touche. Um, I honestly prefer the Old Testament. Yes, yes, um, I think there's just, there's so much hidden in the Old Testament. That it's like a treasure hunt. It is. And it, oh, it's so relevant it. to today. And see, you know. Yes, nearly, you're right. All those Levitical laws, they really do touch home. <laughs> <laughs> apart from Leviticus, I mean, there's obviously Mosaic Covenant, Levitical Covenant. Like it's every really every week at, at nearly every church, yeah. the New Testament is the most referenced. Yes, there will be some Old Testament reference. There's going to be a Psalm. There's going to be a proverb. There's going to be something from Isaiah. But other don't than forget that, Jeremiah. Oh yeah. So like the, we're, not, we're not knocking these books either. These just seem to be the ones that are just so common. Yeah, you're going to have something from Jeremiah. And, you know, if somebody's, going, meaty, if somebody's really going through it, they might reference Job. But other than that, it's Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts. And then we're going to jump to Corinthians, you know, Corinthians Romans, Every now and, and then Hebrews. James. Yeah, you know. But you don't sit there and hear people going, please turn to the book of Haggai. No, never. I have a couple times. Shout out Pastor David Rock City Church for bringing that one home a couple years back. I mean, maybe, maybe First and Second Samuel. 
Yeah, for a second, Kings. We're um, like naming most of them. We're already like forty something books in. We're like, but you never hear yeah. it. <laughs> but I mean, Deuteronomy, Numbers, Leviticus, Ecclesiastes. Like we get, we know books. Yeah, most of those. <laughs> we literally just name not. Them. You don't get those referenced in all, like the minor prophets. You don't hear a lot of preaching about that. So you kind of have to go and search it yourself. Um, to really understand the stories, I think there, there's just a lot there that is relevant to today yeah. that gets missed. So I love the Old Testament. Yep. Um, not necessarily for the same reasons, but kind of for the same reasons. <laughs> um, I'm not, I do, I've found a new love for the New Testament probably over the last, I would honestly say like six or seven months. And I love the whole, the whole of the scriptures. And I mean, I've read everything from the Apocrypha and the books uh, weren't necessarily included just because I wanted to do my own research and study to see all of that. And genuinely there's something so intrinsically beautiful about the old and new Testament. Um, a friend of our church had told me at one point that one thing that I would love to do is to find the bookends between the old and the new Testament in almost every single account within the, the new Testament with the Messiah, with Jesus Christ himself, has an Old Testament bookend yes. or mirror. Yeah. Even moments throughout the New Testament that aren't necessarily direct, everything's directly correlated to Jesus Christ, obviously. But uh, just different accounts of ministry, evangelism, things like that, there's almost always a mirror of them in the Old Testament. And that's what I think is so much fun, is trying to find those. But because the Old Testament has more books to it, because it has a wider historical span, I think that's why I enjoy it and view yeah. it as like a treasure hunt. Because some of those mirrors or bookends appear in places that you would have had no idea. Yeah, and seeing how And it many... requires you to actually like look at the scripture as a whole, look at the yes. context as a whole and not to cherry pick and not to just go to the scriptures and these verses that we've heard used and misused, find the ones and why they were said. And then it really connects the Bible as a whole. It's not just old Testament. It's not just new Testament. It's yeah. the overarching gospel. Yeah. And seeing how many, how many different places that Jesus is actually referenced in the old Testament that, you know, it, it ties in because it's a fulfillment of the prophecies yeah. um, that prove his existence and prove his 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 sonship and kingship um, that was, you know, hundreds of years before he made an appearance on earth as man. Yes, sir. I agree. Uh, now I'm excited to get home and read the Bible. <laughs> I've been re-going uh, re through a King James Version. That's what uh, I read whenever I first gave my life to the Lord, and I haven't really read through the King James in a long time. I've been hanging out in the ESV, CSB, um, those two really predominantly, and the new King James. But this year for my birthday, um, you got me a King James version. Yeah. After I was like, I really want to go old school English with my Bible study. She's going to start talking with a lot of thighs and thines and thus and thoughts. Just <laughs> want to know that you wear the drapes. No, um, but I just, I genuinely love that. So I'm excited to get into that. Okay, number six. And this is the one, you guys, don't come for me. I am terrible, <laughs> terrible memory with names 
And like I said... Oh, no. we got to remember names. Can you name all the 12 disciples? Oh. Matthew. Matthew, John, James. London's in the back going Luke. Simon. Simon Peter. Um, Thaddeus. Yes, Thaddeus. Judas. Judas. I haven't even been counting. I haven't either. I started counting at Thaddeus. <laughs> I've got eight. I didn't count mine. Like I said, this makes me feel like a bad Christian. I'm like, I need to make some flashcards for this. I need to learn these better. And the thing is, like, when I'm reading the New Testament, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was a disciple. And then now I'm over here like, I know nothing. There's actually two James, right? Jimothy. Jimothy. So you have Peter, Judas Iscariot. Yep. James, yes. Andrew, Simon, yep. John, Bartholomew, yep. Yep. Matthew, Philip, Philip, yeah. Paul, yep. James, Matthias, got that one, and the other James, and Thomas. Thomas. Why did I forget Thomas? So I, I actually okay. almost got all of them. I, I just forgot. I got Phillip. them all for sure because I read them off of the internet. I did not have all twelve of those, and I kind of feel like that. That does not reflect on my Bible study as a whole, hopefully. Lord, forgive me. I will work on that. <laughs> I don't know. It's not like God's yeah. up there shaking his head going, you wouldn't have done well at trivia. All right. Yeah. Man, we're just going to go with some hard hitters. That was number six. Clearly, we're dropping the ball there. Number seven, which sin do you struggle the most with? <laughs> These are dark. Mm. Which sin do you struggle the most with? That's a hard one. Um, I know which one I want to say, but I know which one I need to say. Does that... <laughs> like, just, like, kind of fess up. I think mine would typically... I would want to be like, oh, the comparison would be, like, one of those sins. I'm like, oh, I'd love to say this. But the thing is, I'm not... I don't feel like I set on comparing so often that it becomes such a huge issue and the Lord always brings it to the forefront pretty quickly but judgment is probably my hardest and one of okay. those sins that I struggle with the most um, mainly because and I guess that's kind of connected to comparison but even like I was reading an article about a uh, current event happening and I'm not going to go into it just because I want to keep this podcast free of those kind of conversations there are other great podcasts out there if you want to hear current events from a biblical standpoint and what that looks like and all that jazz but i'm not going to go into that but i was looking at one of those fun little comment sections on facebook about something going on and i found myself judging people in the comments that don't view things the same way i do yeah and thinking poorly of them and I don't I don't like that I do that so as soon as that kind of started to happen I immediately got off my phone at least from looking at that but um, I'd say that's the one I struggle with the most and the most frequently I would say you could probably honestly probably, say gluttony because Taco Bell comes calling way too often <laughs> I, I would say mine's probably anger and it's mainly over again like you just said current events, things that are going on right now that uh, it's just, to me, I don't understand why it's happening because it seems so obvious that these things shouldn't be happening, but they are. 
Thank you for I'm trying keep to buy vague. stuff that... Vig? Vig. Vig. Um, but there's so many things happening right now that I, I find myself angry about because it's taking us so many steps back from all the progress that we've made in our culture, in our society, in our country. And I felt like we were starting to move in, in the right direction again for once. And now it feels like we're yeah. reversing and reverting back to old things that are causing more division, um, topics that are more divisive, and it's just causing there to be more hurt, more pain, more arguing uh, amongst people that should all actually easily get along if these topics were just put to rest. And so I guess Anchor. that's what... That's what you said? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what is probably my biggest one that I deal with. I don't really know how to move on from that because, I mean, that is something that I think we have a hard time sometimes really looking internally at, like, what are we currently struggling with the most? Yeah. And not in terms of, like, oh, I watched a movie I shouldn't have watched. And while we should guard our eyes and guard our ears and things that we're letting in, I mean, there are certain behavioral sins that we don't even realize that we've True. really given freedom to. Yeah. Even if it's unintentional, um, when something's not guarded, it runs rampant. Yeah. And so I feel like that's honestly kind of how mine comes with that, that judgment every now and then. Um, and I have to be cautious. I mean, my job is social media management for different clients. So I'm constantly looking at different things. And so I have to be very cautious. Yeah. Um, and we're also millennials, so we're just always on our phones. But, okay, number eight. How do you like to spend time with God? Hmm. Whenever I can? Yeah. Whenever I can. I, you know, it's always a challenge to make that time and set that time aside. You're good um, about it, though, when you go to work, too. There, every time I've ever stopped by, you've always got, if you're not helping a customer or doing something. Uh, yeah, I've got my earbuds got in. Earbuds I've in, got my, I, to the my, Bible. my Bible app where I've got worship music on. Uh, yeah. Every once in a great while, I might have a uh, podcast on. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! You, li it you listen to podcasts. It happens. Um, what one, po what podcast do you listen to? Um, the uh, um, uh, um um. Sorry, you guys. We roast each other a lot, so don't <laughs> don't be like, "Wow, Morgan's so Project. disrespectful." I, I'll listen to the Bible Project. I used to listen to. Um, Gosh, I'm blanking on his I name used to right listen now. to that one too. Um, I'm giving him a hard time, guys, because I listen to like 15 to 16 different podcasts every single week. Simultaneously. Not simultaneously. <laughs> Often. No, I, I mean, 95% of the time I've got my Bible app open that I'm listening to. I'm listening to the Bible. Yeah. Um, or I do have. You know, worship music playing, and then there's there's those few times where I've got something else on. But. Honestly, my stage of life, I guess, is how you would say it. Um, I mean, went from London being older, the only child for the longest time, and as one that was 
approaching those double digit ages like there was so much i had a little bit more freedom in terms of how my time with god looked yeah and then uh, fostering newborns changed that significantly and then uh, the birth of our youngest definitely changed that and it didn't make it bad by any means but it made it look different so change the dynamic yeah and so how do I like to spend my time with God? And that's why I said any way I can, as I can, because sometimes that might just look like listening to music and worshiping while running errands. Yeah. And other times that looks like holding a sleeping baby while reading my Bible and trying to yeah. highlight and do things like that while I'm balancing coffee in one hand and growing little guy in the other. Yep. But all are beautiful. And so I think that's... That's ever evolving and ever changing. Like time with God doesn't ever always look the same. Right. All right. Number nine. How has God moved in your life this past week? I feel like we said that. Oh, that was today. Number four said, what is one way you saw God working today? Number nine. How has God moved in your life this past week? Um, I don't even remember what we had for dinner on Thursday, let alone what you did last week. Like, <laughs> I'm realizing now how much I need a nap. I know. I was like, wow. Um, I'm trying to think. Honestly, there was, there were several things this week that happened that, um, weren't fun. Um, we, uh, we, we received some really bad news this week. Uh, I know there's still blessing in it. Um, but, um, there, there were some things that happened this week that um, we had a very dear friend. We're not going to give out any information, but just, just keep this family in your prayers. You don't need their name. God will, God will get the prayers to them, but they lost their, um, their five month old, their five month old little boy. Uh, Um, unexpectedly. Um, they have two older children, not older, but, um, older than the baby. Older siblings. Yeah. Um, so it hit really close to home. Yeah, it was very rough. And um, then being also, further away, we can't really be there to support or comfort. And there's nothing you can say in those moments. Yeah. And then the the last couple of days, and I haven't even told you this, the, the last couple of days. You didn't do I've it on gotten, the podcast? <laughs> I've gotten messages from from some other guys uh, in, our, in our men's ministry I don't, that yeah. lost relatives uh, this week. So a lot of loss um this week but a lot of you comfort know, comes from loss the the thing is is god's still working he's still moving he hasn't changed um and you know he's he's continued to bless us um i think one of the things i think of every time and i didn't until my mom's passing for those of you guys who don't know um I mentioned it in a previous podcast, but my mom was murdered by my stepdad and then my stepdad committed suicide in the home that they share with my grandfather and my uncle. Yeah. And my younger brother and I are the only next of kin for both technically. Yeah. So we had to take care of everything, but I will say this, like the grief of loss, you can't, like, I can't speak to the grief of losing a child beyond that. I mean, our miscarriages and things like that, but it's different once you've had a child for so many months and seen their life and 
those possibilities of what can be, obviously. And then the loss of a parent is drastically different than the loss of somebody that you might know from work or things like that. Yeah. But after walking a lot of that out, and I mean, still healing, still, still grieving, um, the loss of my mom and the loss of what could have been. Yeah. But um, God is so near in those moments. Like, so, so near. And it's just, it's almost agonizing to think that in that moment that you could feel God so tangibly, it's so powerfully comforting. Yeah, very true. And it feels almost wrong whenever there's a certain peace. Because I think I called you and I said, I feel like I should be mad. Yeah. I got I got out to my mom's place out in California and went into the room where their bodies had been discovered, where the murder suicide had happened. I mean, there was literal, I mean, pardon my French and I might get flagged for this on my podcast apps, but there was literal brain matter yeah. on the ceiling and on the walls. And I remember walking in and I'd been praying as we were leading up because I was honestly terrified of what that was going to look like. And yeah. I remember just praying and then walking in and feeling this incredible peace of God just completely wash over me. Yep. And it just, it didn't make any sense. No. And I, so that's one of those things that I've been praying as we've been praying for our friends that lost their baby is God just give them that peace that does not, that peace that surpasses all understanding. Exactly. Because you hear it and it sounds so poetic, but it is a peace that just doesn't make sense yeah and it feels maddening yeah you can't wrap your head around it but you know that it's i wanted to be so mad at my stepdad but i couldn't i found myself praying and thanking god for his life yeah and it was so it was such a weird dichotomy i just it was awful and uh i mean we don't share anything that happens in the men's group typically other than like hey a couple people have lost their moms please be praying for comfort yeah. I mean, very vague prayers. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, we haven't seen God specifically with that because we're not the ones that have experienced that loss this right. week. But I know that I've. But at the same, I know time, that I can trust that God's going to show up and do that. Yeah, but at the same time, it gave us the opportunity to be comforters. Yeah. In a time because yeah. I. You know, I was his first call whenever all this happened. And, uh, you know, they live in a rural area. They don't have a lot of a lot of people around them or anything. And so, uh, you know, getting to getting to minister to them, even just for a moment, uh, you know, it may have may have been the world. I don't know. But that's. Just to know that you're not alone. I think that was my biggest thing whenever I lost my mom. I didn't need anyone to say anything. Yeah. But to know that someone was there to listen or just sit and cry with me. Yeah. That meant more than I think words can express. So, man, we got sad with these. After we couldn't name the 12 disciples, we're like, everything sucks. (laughs) But life is hard. There's good and there's bad in every single day. Yep. And so it's one of those, how are we going to choose to move forward? How are we going to choose to use these hard things, these painful moments? Yeah. But we always choose to glorify God, even if that means we have to die a little bit more to ourselves so that he might be magnified. Like, that's what it's going to take sometimes. Yep.
All right, final question. Uh-oh. Hopefully we end on a happier note because this is feeling very somber. <laughs> Number 10, what is a song that has greatly impacted your faith? Whoa. I know mine. Well, then you're going to have to go because I'm going to have to I've had the same this. one since I was like seven, 16, 17 years old. Do you think you know what it is? Uh, no, I don't. I was about to say, I bet you don't. I don't know why I was like asking, like teasing, like, do you know? Oh, oh. <laughs> so mine would have to be What Are You Waiting For by Natalie Grant. Um, I heard it at Revolve tour which was like a christian conference for teenage girls and young adult girls back in the early 2000s and i remember the exact conference because we were going and staying in denver oklahoma with our church from beaver oklahoma, or denver oklahoma denver, oh my Colorado. gosh you guys i need a nap so bad we were going with our youth group of all the girls from beaver oklahoma to stay in denver colorado wow <laughs> and, oh my gosh, that's terrible. I was like, that's a town I've never been to. <laughs> he didn't even correct me. He was like, y'all, we are so tired. But um, I remember listening to Tammy Trent speak and hearing Natalie Grant sing and speak. And she was currently pregnant at that time with her, with her twins. Because I remember thinking, how does this woman sing with twins in her tummy like that? But the song, What Are You Waiting For?, um, basically has that, the phrase that constantly sits with me is, so you want to change the world. What are you waiting for? So you want to start right now. What are you waiting for? And it's constantly talking about, um, sometimes we can feel so small and so disconnected and like, we don't have much purpose, but how every single action that we take has a ripple effect Yeah. and how the Lord has something destined for us in every single one of those moments. And so... I've just kind of, that song has always stuck with me, but if I hear it, I mean, I just get so excited. So you know, excited. So I, I'd say that one, or um, of course, Come Thou Fount. You know my love yeah. for that song. That hymn is just incredible. I could sing that one all day long. You know, I honestly, I've been sitting here trying to think about it the whole time. If you say Torn by Natalie Imbruglia, I will be like, you've got to be kidding me. No. Why? No. Because you love 90s music and stuff like that. I know, but why would you go to that one? Because we do the... the I know, but that's just because it's funny. Okay. You can't see what she's doing. She's doing the, the motions of the... So there's this YouTube video that Colton used to watch all the time called Death Karaoke. Yeah. And it's where it was basically like really bad sign language gestures it's terrible yeah like it's not i real thought you were just gonna language. say it as a joke no all right i'm sorry i honestly don't know um also we just pulled back hmm. into our into our, our city and there's like an event happening that we were not aware you, of what is it i i don't know what's happening and London's like, we weren't invited to it. Yeah, I don't know. It's what's like going a whole, on. like, okay. Yay for people, have fun. There's, there's um, lots of things happening. I don't man. know why. I, I cannot place, put my finger on it. I think they're having some sort of. What about 10,000 reasons or Lion? I feel like those are. I mean, they're all really good songs, but have they made like a major impact? Wooden Nails. Impact? 
Mm. I'm trying to pick out any song that you sing regularly so you don't end with nothing here. I don't know. I mean, there's several by Shane and Shane. There's several by Brandon Lake. Is there any that you listen to with your granny? The difference here, guys, is I was raised going to church. I came to my faith very young. I mean, I was the Bible man, Veggie Tales, Three Two One Penguins generation. Like I did Wow worship albums and grew up listening to Christian music. Like, I didn't even know those existed. I thought Mary Mary was <laughs> hardcore. I knew about Veggie Tales. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, but you didn't know Veggie Tales. No Veggie Tales. Yeah. Um, you do yeah. now, and I'm very proud of you. Yes, I do now. But, um, you know, one of them that I guess kind of sticks out a little bit is uh, Promises with Chandler Moore. Oh, that's a beautiful one. Um, that one, it, it's just the oh. whole of it. It's not just the lyrics, but the the melody and everything. I mean, especially that first, like, Face hit when yeah. it first starts. It just create it. It almost sets this atmosphere, this mood, and then you know you really listen to the lyrics of the song. And you're like, wow. I'm gonna actually add one to mine that I just thought about. Here, I couldn't come up with one, and you got like a running list. I've got three. <laughs> Calm yourself. Again, my podcast. No joking. <laughs> joking. I can't do that. That makes me feel terrible. Um, the story I'll tell. I think it was what Maverick City or oh, Naomi Rain or whatever. Uh, and yeah. I'm not typically one that's like all about like, oh, I want to listen to music by this person or this person, or I won't listen to music from this person because of this happening over here or X, Y, and Z. Like if I feel the Holy Spirit on a song, like the writers of these songs, the performers, the artists, everyone is human. Everyone is fallen. There's going to be stuff that transpires. It's just because I'm saying I like these songs doesn't mean that I, I stand by all the beliefs of those who sing the songs or write the songs. Um, and I hate that I have to give that preface nowadays, but I just wanted to avoid any confusion, <laughs> any confusion or conversation. So I have to like solidify my stance, I guess. But um, the story I'll tell, oh my gosh. It just, I was, we were, I was going to say we, it was when I was waiting up in uh, the state where our youngest was born in right before the adoption and feeling just very unsure and very unsteady. And somebody, um, I just remember sitting there and praying and I'm like, God, I just need a sign that you're in this. And not even five minutes later, somebody had reached out saying they were interceding and that the Lord had given them that song for me. Mm. And the songs like I'll testify of the the seas that we've crossed, of the waters you parted, yeah. of the battles you've won, and um, gosh, if that song just doesn't fit so many people's lives, it's a good thing, but it's a hard thing. But songs yeah. just are so powerful. Yeah, I mean the first apparently one not for in, you though. The first one that popped <laughs> in mind was how great thou art. Oh my. Um, I love how but you know there's just there's too many to mention yes lately like the last there's year there's too many to mention yet you can't find one well it was asking for one you didn't say which That's, one is the number one song of your entire two lifetime is too existence many. <laughs> two is too many and yet I'm on three <laughs> but uh, no 
know, there's a lot oh, of great goodness. songs out there. There's a lot of great ones that I've I've had the opportunity to sing and lead. Um, that's that's that takes on a whole nother level whenever yeah. you're doing something like that. Um, Let's do another podcast on just yeah. releasing worship. Yeah, because I, I would say one of one of my favorite ones that I've ever done that had a whole new impact after leading it was Psalm 46 by Shane and Shane. Um, that's just an amazing song. Yeah. And uh, very, very powerful. Um, and I feel like most of their albums are so just so well done. Yeah. We really are. But those are the 10 questions. Hey, we made it. In an hour. I thought it was going to be a 30-minute podcast, y'all. <laughs> Every single week, I'm like, I thought this was going to be shorter. I thought this was going to be shorter. It's not. I'm long-winded. We like to talk, so this is what you get. Yeah. If you don't like it, I invite you to find another podcast. We would love for you to stay, but I get it if you don't want to listen to an hour-long podcast. <laughs> or split it up, and we can be a part of every single day. Aww. I don't know if that's good or not. <laughs> yeah. And mm. we are almost home. So we want to go home and take a nap. Yes, we do. Yes, and we do. Um, yeah, I feel like I was kind of all over the place. Maybe it is because I'm tired. Well, maybe it's because it was 10 random questions. Wow. That may be it too. Wow. <laughs> all right. Do you want to pray us out real quick before we close? Sure. All right. Well, Father, I just thank you for this opportunity to, to share, to uh, give a little bit of the taste of what you've given us, Lord, that, yeah. you know, you've impacted our lives in so many different ways. And, you know, it's, it's because of that testimony that we get to share to show the glory and the goodness that you give out to each and every one of your sons and daughters. And Lord, we're so thankful for being being called that and being a part of the family and father i just ask that you would bless each and every one that's listening their families that bless their health their finances their homes and lord that they would have a wonderful glorious week whenever it is that they listen to this lord, yes just lord <laughs> bless them right where they are and just reveal to them their true identity even you know even if they're feeling at their lowest point right now, Lord, that you would just show them what how, what they mean to you and that they are a son or a daughter in the kingdom and, and a joint heir in Christ. Yeah. And that you love them right where they are, no matter what they've done, what they've said, Lord, that you accept them for who they are right where they're at. And uh, Father, you're, you're working in their life. Just reveal yourself to them in a new way. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the Bloom Wildly Live Simply podcast. Again, my name is Morgan Bartell. I'm here with my husband, Colton Bartell. And um, we invite you to follow us over on our socials. Um, I can be found at, at Morgan Bartell over on Instagram. And Colton can be found at coltonbartell.pba yes. at Instagram. So he also shares on his personal, but not as much. So, but yes, come follow us. Enjoy. I also invite you to sign up for my weekly devotional. You can sign up 
over on my website, again, bloomwildlylivesimply.com. I send out a 10-minute devotional straight to your inbox every single Thursday to just encourage you in your walk with the Lord and to provide some fun resources that might just help you find a new love for a certain scripture or account within the Bible. But anyways, it's been fun. We are almost home, and we are going to go inside and take a nap. Or at least we're going to pretend that we're going to. We've got two boys who have been in a car for two hours. They're going to probably be wired. So <laughs> pray that naps come soon. All right. Until next time, guys, we have enjoyed this. And we will be back some point together to do part two of this Bible Q&A. Yes. Hopefully it is before the two-month mark again. <laughs> but I look forward to talking with you guys next time. Have a good week. Bye.